The Roaring Fork School District says there's increasing evidence of drug use among its students. So last month, they hosted a series of community forums proposing several strategies to try and address the uptick. But some experts are skeptical about the different ideas. Hallie Zander reports. When school district staff gathered at Basalt High School last month, they taught families how to recognize the warning signs for drug addiction and deal with fentanyl contamination. Interim principal Megan Hartman says that's because kids are using pretty serious substances, according to local law enforcement. Because there's been increased evidence, right, of especially teenagers using fentanyl, cocaine, meth, heroin, in schools, and it's not just in our valley, it's, it's in our state and it's across the nation. While it's hard to collect data on illicit drug use, youth overdose deaths are spiking across the country. So the district has offered up a few potential strategies to address these problems, such as implementing a robust drug and alcohol education program. But some ideas, like increasing the number of school resource officers, closing campuses so kids can't leave during their free periods, or bringing drug-sniffing dogs to campus, have drawn skepticism. I haven't seen anyone who's supportive of these punitive methods. That's Maggie Seldine, founder of High Rockies Harm Reduction. She was at the meeting in Basalt last month. We met up afterward at a busy coffee shop in Carbondale. And if anything, people seem really upset, and that's all I've heard from person after person, community member after community member, parent after parent. Saldine works in western Colorado to limit the negative effects of drug use. She grew up in the Roaring Fork Valley and knows what can happen when communities shame people struggling with addiction or when resources are unavailable. Her parents were addicts and her mom struggled with mental health issues until she died in 2006 from a heroin overdose. Saldine was just 15. I had kind of a rocky road. I really struggled here and didn't have anyone who believed my voice as a teenager. She received D.A.R.E. programming in school, a set of drug abstinence lessons that became popular in the U.S. in the 80s and 90s. Saldine remembers they were sometimes led by police officers and used a lot of ineffective scare tactics. And as a kid, she was taught that the police could get her family in trouble if she was honest with them. So she's wary that bringing in more officers or drug-sniffing dogs could alienate the students who need help the most. And so not every student is going to be freaked out by a canine unit. But the students that are, are the students who we're going to like lose trust with, we're going to lose connection with, we're potentially going to lose seeing them in school as much. Seldine suggests more evidence-based practices. Blueprints for Healthy Youth Development is an online registry of scientifically backed interventions that promote healthy habits. Dr. Carl Hill is a co-creator of this resource, and he says since many problem behaviors like drug use and violence have a common set of root causes. If you can address those root causes, then you have a broad effect across many different outcomes. He's been studying prevention and youth development since the 1990s, and he assessed the Roaring Fork School District's different ideas. When it came to increasing the number of school resource officers, Dr. Hill says that studies have shown... The presence of a school resource officer had actually zero impact on school violence, and I don't expect that it would have any impact on drugs either. He says that's because school violence and drug use tend to rise and fall in tandem, and he thinks closing campuses doesn't show much promise either. The majority of adolescent crime happens between 3 and 5 in the afternoon after kids get out of school. 
and before their parents come home from work. And he said that introducing drug-sniffing dogs into schools was another reactive solution, that evidence-based programs teach kids to manage their impulses, emotions, and make good decisions. He adds that drug education programs are promising, as long as they're targeted at families and teachers, begin at the transition from elementary to middle school, and are part of a bigger strategy to boost social-emotional learning. Saldine says kids are really hungry for this kind of knowledge. Kids want to know about drugs and if they have the science and information and the opportunities to practice saying no and having these conversations, they're a lot less likely to experiment or use. Roaring Fork School District staff say whatever they do next, community input will be an important component in developing a drug prevention plan. The interim superintendent is scheduled to discuss next steps at Wednesday's school board meeting. For Aspen Public Radio News, I'm Hallie Zander.